Operating under the crooked American system too long. Outcast. Pronounced outcast. Adjective meaning homeless or unaccepted in society. But let's look deeper than that. Are you an outcast? If you understand and feel the basic principles and fundamental truths contained within this music, you probably are. If you think it's all about pimping hoes and slamming Cadillac doors, you probably a cracker. Or a nigga that think you a cracker. Or maybe just don't understand. An outcast is someone who is not considered to be part of the normal world. He's looked at differently. He's not accepted because of his clothes, his hair, his occupation, his beliefs, or his skin color. Now look at yourself. Are you an outcast? I know I am. As a matter of fact, fuck being anything else. There's only so much time left in this crazy world. Wake up, niggas, and realize what's going on around you. Poisoning of the food and water. Tempering the cigarettes, disease engineering, control over your life. Take back your existence or die like a punk. This is Big Rube saying right on to the real and death to the fakers. Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, people? This is your boy, the mad one, coming at you with my latest edition of my podcast, The Ballroom, show number 39. Thank you guys for sticking with me, staying tuned, and I hope to bring you an entertaining show tonight. On tonight's show, we'll talk a little Houston Texans. They had a bye this week. We'll talk some college football, get ready for the high school playoffs. Houston Rockets are in the news, but it's not for what everyone thinks it is. Of course, we'll bring you our dumbass of the day and our latest edition of That's That Bullshit. Be right back. Meanwhile, on the south side of town. Yo, 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 welcome back, people. Houston Texans had a bye this week and still hold a slim one-game lead over Tennessee, who beat the shit out of New England this past week, 34-10. to 10. Houston can't rest on their laurels. They have an upcoming schedule that's going to be pretty tough with Red Hot Washington up next, who's also... Six and three and sitting on top of the NFC Central right now, NFC East. And right now, the Texans' main focus is to stay sharp, stay healthy, and, and make a good stretch run. The week off will will do, I'm sure, some justice for people getting nicked up. Banged up, still waiting on the progress of running back Dante Foreman. Hopefully he can come back this year and give us some production at the running back position. But if not, hold him out and we'll go full steam next year. So right now, I just need to keep taking care of their business and, and worry about who's playing in front of them and not so much the scoreboard because... You win your division, secure yourself a playoff spot, and that's the goal. So we'll see what happens. 
staying with football, college football this past weekend, top four remain the same in the coaches' poll with number one, Alabama, Clemson at number two, the Fighting Irish and Notre Dame coming in at number three, and rounding out the top four right now is Michigan. Alabama looks like the team to beat. If, if, if someone's going to have to play a nearly perfect game, and Alabama's going to have to suffer some unfortunate injuries, they just look too strong. They look like they're in a completely different league than every other college football team right now. But that's why they play the game. We see what happens. U of A suffered another heartbreaking loss at home to Temple this past weekend, 59-49. Good thing is the Cougars have scored 40-plus points in all but one game and still have a slim chance at the conference championship. Currently, they're tied with SMU at 4-2. and two. The offense led by De'Ara King is doing what they need to do. It's the defense that's playing horribly, and I'm not sure if we're going to see All-American Ed Oliver again for the rest of the season, but it has to be next man up. Defense, two games in a row, and just got the hell beat out of them. So, quick turnaround. They have a Thursday night game, and see if the University of Houston can get back on a winning track. High school playoffs getting ready to kick off this week. Some notable games. Wheatley will take on Lumberton Thursday in Baytown. Winner Willow Ridge and Sterling will take on Needleland Port Nature's Grove. Jersey Village will take on Chavez Friday at Pridgen Stadium. And Seven Lakes will take on Ridge Point Friday at Hall Stadium. Good luck to all the high school teams. See who can make that strong run at the second half for the season. Get deep into the playoffs and get into the state championship. Good luck to all the area high school football teams. Be right back, folks, with some Houston Rockets news. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back, people. Up next, Houston Rockets. So far, a 5-7. Had a huge home win against Indiana, 131-115, in which Harden scored 40. It seems like that's the recipe for success is for Harden to score 40 a night, which we all know he cannot do. But bigger than... The much-needed home win was to talk about Carmelo Anthony's future with the Houston Rockets. True that he's probably had a career low in minutes as well as points and at times does not feel or look like he has a good feel for what's going on with the Houston Rockets. Do I think it's a good fit? It could be. Do I think it's his fault that the Rockets are five and seven? Absolutely not. The Rockets went from one hundred 
from being one of the best three-point shooting teams last year to one of the worst at the start of the year. So, did he contribute to that? Of course he did. But the Rockets as a team have not been shooting the ball particularly well. I understand that they have some new pieces in place and some new guys that they're trying to get accustomed to and get in the fold and get used to 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 playing together. I get all that. But at no point in time is this all Camelo's fault. And it looks as if he's going to be the scapegoat by either being released or the worry out of his camp now is that his camp is looking for possible trades. I hate to see him go. I, I, I would like for him to stay. But if it's not going to make the team better, then maybe it'd be better off somewhere else. Wherever it is, I'd be a fan. I wish him well. I think he could work here in Houston. But hell, everybody has to shoot the ball particularly better. Not just him. So more to come, I'm sure, on, on what's going to happen with Carmelo and his future in Houston. On last week's show, I told you guys we had a very special shout-out to one of our local heroes, and time got away from me, and I didn't get an opportunity to do that. So tonight i like to more than make it up with a huge, huge shout-out to Simone Biles from Spring. She won a fourth world championship a few weeks ago while battling kidney stones. Never had them, understand they're pretty difficult. But for her to be a four-time world champion gymnast says a hell of a lot about her determination, her ability, and her willingness to win. Not even going to put a color on this one. She's the first four-time world champion, no matter what color she is. So big ups to Simone Biles. Keep doing your thing, girl. Looks like you're getting ready for the 2020 Olympics. And it'd be very interesting to see you go over there and bring on some more medals for the United States. Be right back, folks, with our dumbass of the day and our latest edition of That's That Bullshit. Folks, on tonight's edition of Dumbass of the Day, it has to be 45 in his administration. And I guess nowadays the question is, what didn't he do? But because he decided to send more than 5,000 troops to the border to intercept 
this alien invasion of migrants who are seeking asylum from the drug gangs and the terroristic gangs in their own country. My question would be, once again, why doesn't he send the Space Force? But what makes this situation even more fucked up is that these troops would not be home until reportedly December the 1st. Meaning they'll spend Thanksgiving away from their families not to protect our border in a national emergency, but to actually shovel horseshit from the Border Patrol stables. Yeah, folks, that's what they're doing. Menial jobs, feeding the horses and cleaning the shit out of the horse stables for the Border Patrol. I would imagine that many of my listeners would believe that this is a political stunt to cast a shadow over the midterm elections. So, of course, he can tweet and make everybody show everyone what a good job he's done. To have over 5,000 troops away from their families, in a sense, it kind of makes sense because he is pretty good at separating families. But not for a national emergency. But because of his rhetoric about aliens invading our southern borders, he's going to send troops to stop that. Troops that would be spending precious time away from their families. And as a former soldier, Myself, I can tell you, being away from your family during the holidays is a difficult situation. Duty first, but when the duty makes absolutely no sense, it's pretty hard to get up and be motivated every day to go down to the horse stables. And shovel shit. I just don't know anything else is going on right now in America more dumb than the dumbass shit that 45 does. And actually, I was going to do two separate sections, but it kind of falls into the realm of that's that bullshit, too. Because lately, it's been feeling real jumpy about itself and how he interacts with members of the media who happen to be black. His insults this past few weeks on black reporters have not only been discussing unpresidential, and in many cases, flat-out racist. 
For instance, he berated CNN correspondent Abby Phillips when he responded, what a stupid question, but goes on to tell her that he watches her a lot and she asks a lot of stupid questions. Said of 21-year White House correspondent veteran, April Ryan, you talk about somebody that's a loser. She doesn't know what the hell she's doing. And to top it off, during the post-election press conference, a PBS News Hour anchor, Yamich, Alcinder began to ask him about accusations that his rhetoric may have encouraged some of the violent white nationalist groups in their behaviors in the in, in the recent past. Not only was she not allowed to get her question answered, he blatantly interrupted her question by stating he doesn't know why she said that and that's just and that's such a racist question it's hard to understand how he does not understand how to be presidential but I guess that's what happened when you come from reality TV into real world situations. You're the leader of the free world. People are going to ask you tough questions. But because you don't like being asked tough questions, you don't like to be questioned. You begin to act like a bully on the street by insulting these people, telling them they don't know what the hell they're doing, why they're asking racist questions, and what a stupid question. What's stupid is you didn't even have the gall to go and lay a reef in Arlington National Cemetery for Veterans Day. You can sit on your fat, lazy ass and tweet about everything that's going wrong and who said something bad about you. America, wake the fuck up. We're more upset about an NFL player taking a knee to support racial injustice than mass murderers. His rhetoric has you so brainwashed that you feel it's okay to just walk around and kill people because of their religious affiliations or their ethnic background. The fuck out of here. you don't even get off your fat ass to go and lay a reef at the tomb of the unknown soldiers in Arlington. 
I can't remember in my 51 years a president not doing that. Had to be a damn good reason. And I'm sure like hell, it wasn't to sit home and tweet. So this administration continues not only to be dumbasses, but they're also full of shit. And ladies and gentlemen, that's that bullshit. To all my veterans out there, I thank you guys for your service from one veteran to another. I appreciate the sacrifices that you've made to continue to allow this to be the country that it needs to be. Because right now, it's two Americas. And that's not the way this was intended to be. It's every day, there's more and more of that's that bullshit. That's that bullshit we be talking about, folks. Sending troops to the border to shuffle, to shovel horse shit away from their families. Blatantly disrespecting. African-Americans reporters. Many of who've been in politics and covered politics long before you even thought about it. But because you have this title, you're entitled to treat people the way you see fit. Boy, when the justice system get a hold of that ass. That's that bullshit. Wake up, everybody. No more sleeping in bed. No more back to thinking. Time for thinking ahead. The world has changed so very much. What it used to be There's so much hatred War and poverty oh, Wake up all the teachers Time to teach a new way Yo, 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 welcome back, people Thank you guys for tuning in Appreciate your time Hopefully you entertain. You can follow your boy at all socials, IG, Twitter, D underscore M-A-D, O-N-E, until the next time we see each other, the next time we hear each other's voices. Let your heart be filled with love, keep your eyes open, nose to the grind, and everything will be just fine. It's been your boy, the mad one. I'm out this piece.